Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Dear Society. We took a little break. We had to reevaluate some things uh, with our last episode and, you know, how we want to go forward with everything. And we just want to make sure that every episode, you know, our conversations are understood. We're not going off topic. We're staying on topic and that you guys understand what we're saying. We really want to make sure that, um, you know, we really... We're giving you quality, not quantity. It's not even about quantity. Like, yeah, we're going to drop episodes, but um, maybe not two a week if we're, you know, we're busy. We're regular people outside of this. But we want to give you quality episodes that you can understand, that you can relate to. That was the whole point of us starting this podcast. Yeah, so we really got some really great feedback for some you know, uh, really great friends of ours who just, you know, told us to just really just evaluate, you know, make sure we, you know, stand on topic, um, explain a little bit better some of the things we're talking about, especially for the listeners who don't really know us like that. We understand. Um, but we loved it. And uh, I mean, we're back. So this is your host, Mr. Art of Noise. I'm here with my beautiful co-host. Miss Sweet Coco Loco. And this is Dear Society. And we're going to try this tag. And uh, he's going to try to stick I'm a, to it. I'm going to try to stick to this tag and see how this works. So I wanted to introduce this show as uh, Dear Society, um, a podcast for everyone who goes through uh, life challenging society's norms. And I wanted to start off with Kanye. <laughs> As an individual, challenging society's norms. So he's been in the media, uh, boy, this whole week, saying some things. Um, yeah, and I think that I mean we all know his music's about to drop. That's the only reason, or that's one of the reasons why he's even popped back into the limelight because he was quiet for a hot second. Um, he really wasn't saying nothing. And what are you about to say? No, I was just about to say that I was watching the, I was watching Kim, his mm. wife, Kim Kardashian yeah. on, um, on Ellen. And he just, he just started tweeting back. He just started, you know, getting back on Twitter and stuff like that. But what was interesting enough, which also goes along with this podcast for today's episode is he was just kind of like, oh, we want to try not to use our phones and like all of this, uh, use our phones and technology within our household. We want to try to be present in the moment with our kids and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But then he was tweeting. Ah, I I can only go so far on that, uh, on the topic. I just started watching... Um, his interview with Charlemagne and God is like two hours long. So I really got to like sit down and digest that because he's really explaining a lot of, you know, what's going on with him, what's been going on with him, you know, since the Taylor Swift thing, since the passing of his mother, you know, him and Jay going through things is really a lot to digest. And I'm not even like, I I, I really got to take a moment for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely said some things in the last week that just make you, you know, 
want to think where you coming from, but um, I I don't know. I really just want to. I want to be able to understand him. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I know I'm not about to agree with him. I'm not for any black man wearing a make a make America great again hat. Like I'm not for it at all. And I'm not for it. <laughs> hanging not out with that. Trump. But what I can say is Steve Harvey went and spoke to Trump one time too. Nobody really I mean people gave him backlash about it, but it's like become a big thing that Kanye is hanging he, out with him. Wearing no I don't magma think he made hat Make America great, great again hat. Yeah, whatever it's called magma or whatever the fuck they shortened term in it for. Oh my but God, everything has an acronym. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I'm not here for that. Um but I mean he he's entitled to his opinion. You know, is may his opinion be incorrect sometimes? Absolutely. Um, but only thing that'll stand are the facts and the facts that, you know, you may support Trump all you want, but the facts are he's he racist. He don't care about you, bro. The facts are dear society does not support. <laughs> <laughs> I don't support. Um, but yeah, <sighs> I just wanted to touch on that really, really quickly. Like I said, it's so much more like this is going on in the news this week with him, with Trump, with everything else. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> man, 30 years consecutively, though, I believe. I'm not sure, but I'm more than certain. 10 years in prison. At 80 something years, years old. old, it's over. Their attorney wants to appeal, but we don't know. Like, Come on now. How you how you feel like like justice wasn't served? He's eighty. I don't you know what? I don't know how I feel. I don't even know. I'm not saying it didn't happen, y'all don't get me wrong now. But I'm like, that's a lot of women. Like, do you just like you grab a woman each day? Like how like how like how many was it? Like sixty something women? I believe so. But how? I just, um, just I, I'm gonna I say, just, you know what? I'm just, mm, I'm a little confused on the time frame of these ladies speaking up. But I mean, if they had to speak up in their own, you know, they had to do it. You you can't rush a woman to do something where, you know, she felt used, mistreated, unworthy. You You can't put a time frame on that. So I'll say that. But at his age, I just feel like, and at, I mean, like the 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 punishment for his age was justice really served. Like, are you serious? Eighty years old, ten years, whether he dies in jail, is going blind anyway, he can't see shit, barely. <clears throat> Either way, I mean, I that's my feeling on that. Um, I feel like God is punishing him within his own his own way. Nigga, going blind, I guess so. like. Jeez. That's a punishment in itself. Exactly. I mean, if you want to think of it that way, that's that's he's not that's... gonna be dropping pills and nobody drink. He can't even see what the fuck he's doing. Oh, but did you did you see the uh the video about him talking about it? Like low key talking about the Spanish Spanish fly. Spanish drink? fly is a thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember hearing that as I hearing he, about that as a kid. He dug his own grave with that one, so he's about to lay in it. I mean. <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I still love his show, though. I'll tell you that much. It's so confusing. Oh, man. It's it's, it's almost too much to handle. Yeah. 
Mm. Too much shit. Oh boy. But uh what else is in the news? Oh well not even the news, but um so we just watched um Blackish. How you feel about that? So sad. I don't know. I think I'm very <laughs> I think they about Like to I talked about like I talked about it in, in the relationship um episode. I'm a person that loves love and is very much about love, but I hate I hate to see people struggle. Like I even hate when 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 me and my husband get in a fight. Like it it really like it weighs on me. Mm. And it 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 sucks to see them from the beginning and to see them now right. like I really like the flashbacks. Yeah. And I mean, he almost Got to the point of what he was, Dre, he almost got to the point of what he was really upset about. Like, he was he was touching it, but mm-hmm. he could not articulate exactly what it was that happened. Because, I mean, <clears throat> you look at the past two episodes, 53%, and then this one that just went off. Like, and then you... You even start. I mean, maybe I'm maybe because we don't watch the show that much, we don't see every single issue that they've been through. But you would almost think that it still came out of thin air. But there's something like he was holding on to the flower joke yeah. for 20 years. But you know what? Like I, I think that it all leads back to communication. <clears throat> like if you can't communicate with your partner something that bothers you or something that hurts you at that particular moment then I feel like things could get bottled up and you could, you know, possibly explode later. And I feel like... He exploded 20 years later. Yeah, and, exactly. And I feel like that's 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 their relationship and what they've been going through. They've pent up so much things that they just kind of maybe at that time brushed off. Mm-hmm. It hurt them, but they never communicated that, hey, like this situation was wrong or I didn't like the way we handled this or like, you know, like that. But then I'm still so confused because they flash back to them playing the game with the other couple. And how well they, and they knew were, each other. I mean, bop, bop, bop. They knew answers. They were, you know, into it. And now she's talking about, oh, I don't know your favorite color. But you know what? You have like three different colors. But you know them. Blue, black, silver. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's really it. What's mine? Purple. Yeah. And my ass. <laughs> Purple's my favorite color, but like my favorite color. I guess like my my color kind of changes. It, you know it's rose gold. Yeah, don't 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 thing. check but me on purple colors. Purple is my favorite color. Yeah, don't check me on colors. <laughs> Bo's favorite color is purple too. Whatever. She <laughs> didn't know. She told me I don't really have one. Bullshit. You did at one point when he asked you when you first started dating. Skr skr. True. I don't know. Then, I don't know why that shit is fucking important. It's though. not. But why it's is the, my favorite color important? It's not important. It's it's a fact about you. That I want to hold in my mind when somebody else new come in your life. And if they don't know it, it matters. I like that. Yeah. If they don't know, it it, it matters how much I know how much, you know, your favorite color. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. That's why it's so important. The small things are important. Mm-hmm. So I, the small things are important. Like when she 
chose the sink that he wanted. I really evaluated. I was like, damn, he said nothing. Mm-hmm. It had a bow on the damn sink. She was like, uh, hello. Look, st- stood right next to it. Look at it. And damn. I felt for that episode too. I really felt for that. Yeah, I just, I felt, you know what? I felt at the point where he was like, hey, I brought our favorite. Like, he was trying, like, with the ramen noodle. Yeah, so he, yeah. He tried, but she didn't. She didn't catch that because that was something that she liked. But time out, that was something that she ate when she was pregnant, too. Because he brought it for her. Mm. Because she said, I wasn't about to eat this. And then he heated it up, made it for her, and it was all good. Mm -hmm. So when he brought it 20 years later... You know, know she wasn't feeling because it was something that he liked. But they were enjoying the simple things of life together. Not no more. In their house. And I think that's what people forget when they get into relationships too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, have a long relationship. Is they forget the simple things that either brought them together or, you know, made their relationship work. Made them vibe together. Yeah. Um, I feel like... It's also about living in the moment. Like, people forget that real quick. I think his, his mother tried to tell him that, you know, when he when they flash back to him being younger. She didn't use the exact words, but it was more so, you know, that's that's the struggle. But you, you got to just keep loving the same person. Mm-hmm. And you got to make it work. You chose him. I mean, even though his, I think his mother and you father in the show are divorced. Yeah. But, but what she said is like you have to keep choosing that person. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta try. Next, you gotta try. People, I think people definitely forget about that. Yeah, that is the truth. But I ain't, we ain't trying to stick on relationships because that's that not was the, two episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, that's not where we at. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and hand it over to you, and you wanna hop into this topic of the day. Because uh, when you chose the relationship episode, you held it down pretty good. <laughs> so I'm going to let you uh, hold on to that. Okay, so um, in talking about um, my previous check-in, you know, talking about um, Kim Kardashian on Ellen mm. and how um, her and Kanye really try to live lives where... They don't bring technology around their children or they try not or they try their best to not um, have technology in their home. Mm. Um, so which I found funny because, like I said before, Kanye then was like, hey, did you see my tweet? Like, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Like, you're bringing technology in the home. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so the topic today is technology addictions. So, what I wanted to ask you is when were you first introduced to technology? That technology item. We're going to scratch TV because TV is a a technological item, but I want to kind of stick to like computers, tablets, phones, Game Boys, Game Cubes, whatever. Okay. Um, See, when I was, I mean, wow. (sighs) I would say, I was going to say TV, but it still goes with... um. And how old were you? Four. You were four. And my mother bought me a Pico. I don't know if you remember what a Pico What is was. a Pico? A Pico is um, it's actually a Sega 
um made um like game type of thing for kids mm. and um basically you would hook the hook the pico up to the tv <laughs> and you would it's not funny it's the fuck <laughs> um you put the you put a little book inside the pico and the story would pop up on the tv oh that's cute and when you you would uh, you would it's, it almost was shaped like a laptop kind of if mm-hmm. I could kind of remember you would take the pen and you would press on the book and like a story or something would go on on the TV oh. so um I had maybe like three stories and you know you just slop them pop them pop them right in there and you draw on the book and then everything would happen on television oh that's cool yeah I don't know where my pico is and then right after the pico because I think it was Pico was still made by Sega. Then my mom got me a Sega. Um, I, I still got the Sega downstairs. I know. <laughs> it still worked. I, um, I, I really want to see how it would play. Like I'm, I'm sure it would TV. look like super pixelated. Nah, it'd be straight. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, you think so? I had it on this TV. I had it on this TV. I'm curious. Um, after that, it's not 4K though. <laughs> it don't matter. Um, let's see. After the Sega. I had the PlayStation, I think, and I got my first desktop computer when I was about 11 or 12. Um, Let me see. In between that time, I had Game Boys. Um, I've always had a PlayStation in my life. Um, So do you think this sparked your interest into the technological world? Um... Like when you came home for school, were you were you like super pressed to to play your Game Boy or your 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 Sega or whatever? Yeah, you at, a, at, a, at a young age, like I always had my Game Boy on me. Yeah, and I I definitely you wouldn't leave the house without it. I wouldn't take it to school, but if I went anywhere else, yeah, it was with me. Okay. So yeah, I was I was I would go ahead and start to say like yeah, I was a little. A, addicted to it but I, I really enjoyed it so when you got in trouble mm. and your mom had to take away your game boy or you nah it, it was never the game boy it was the tv because like TV, yeah. so you couldn't play you couldn't play your sega shit i wasn't playing it when i was getting in trouble <laughs> <laughs> i was out doing some dumb shit um and then i was being bad because like I would get home before my mom and sneak my TV back in my room. So you were addicted to TV? Low key. So yeah, you're going to have to bring TV so back I'm into this. So have to bring TV back into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we had a TV in the living room. My mother had a TV in her room. But for some reason, I chose to bring the TV back into my room, hook it back up, and watch TV in my room. And then maybe like 30 minutes before I knew she was supposed to come home, I put it back in her closet. <laughs> Tragic moments. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a little addicted to television. So, did you know that 50% of teens feel that they're addicted to mobile devices? Shit, adults too. I agree. Yeah. 60%, 69% of parents uh, check their devices at least hourly. Oh, that number has to be higher. There's no way. That's according to CNN. Oh wow, man. That's still number <laughs> Um so I wanna know mm. um 
so I did a little um I did a little quiz. It was some quiz on on my phone or whatever. Mm. Um but it basically deemed me um tech savvy, which means I use technology but I can control it. So instead of uh technology controlling me mm. i control technology because there's some days where i can go and i can be with i can be without my phone and there's like damn like the day that i i don't know where we were going i think we i think we were going to the mall or something and i realized i left my phone and we were going to a far mall and i was mm. like what mm. the hell like I, I I don't know. I felt disconnected somehow from the world. Like what would happen if my mom couldn't reach me? What would happen if, you know? That's funny because like just the other week when I left my phone at home, I was fine. You were fine, but I wasn't <laughs> fine. Yeah, I I can I can actually leave my phone at home for an entire day and um like, I, I just called you from work and was like, you know, well, I'm here. So, that's it. I th- um, I think I'll talk to you when I get on the train and then I'll, I'll, I'll see you when I come. <laughs> yeah, I think it's super, I think it's super difficult for me in the sense. I don't know. I, I think it stems from Hurricane Irma because mm. of the fact that I, like, I can't get in contact with people I love, like, mm. right away like I used to. Now now it's different because I can get in contact with my family now. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't have your phone and it kind of like we check in with each other like throughout the day, like, you know, how are you? How's your day going? Whatever. Mm. And you were kind of far. I mean, you were still within the the three three states, but mm. I mean, you know, you were far and I like, you know, if God forbid something happened to you, I I wouldn't be able to contact you or figure things out. Mm. So I think that's where I'm at in in terms of technology. I don't care about Insta. I don't care about Insta anymore. You were a damn lie. I really don't. You were a damn lie. How? Because you were on it this morning. Was it? You're on it every morning. Well, I think I'm on it now back Uh again because of Dear Society. Mm. Because... For real, I'm I'm listening to you, because, but I'm like because no. I'm, I mean I'm on my page, but I mean yeah. like I don't post. That's my thing. So you a scroller, like you you just scroller. I, yeah, I scroll. So I have sc- you ever tried to like not scroll six thirty in the morning? I really don't scroll six thirty in the morning. Okay, I re- <laughs> I'm watching you. You scroll? No, I don't. What you be doing in the morning? Getting up. I, I turn know. off my alarm. But before you go to sleep, you scrolling. Well, yeah. If I'm well, not watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm talking about in the mornings, not at night. Either when way. About, when I'm about to shut the TV down. But do you need it? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Do you feel like before you go to sleep, like tonight, before you go to sleep, try not to scroll? Bet. Okay. The only thing I'm gonna do is post this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's hard because like now we have Dear Society and now you know we're, yeah I want to check we're on we're it. checking for like what people are saying and and things like that yeah I don't consider that as being 
Because say for instance, social media or this part of technology has to do with a platform. Mm. I don't feel like that's being an addiction. Not this. But what would you consider like your everyday? Well, what's the question? So, um, What do I consider every day like like something I can't go without? Yeah. Because for you it's different. Like your phone yeah. can get turned off and you don't care. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's every other week. Um but <laughs> I mean throughout the day I'll catch myself like checking Instagram for no reason. Um I fell back on Snapchat. I don't check it. I definitely don't post as much. That's an addiction. <clears throat> Yeah, I know checking. Yeah, yeah, because have you ever noticed like, oh, have you ever like put your phone in your pocket and pulled it right back out and went right back to Instagram like unconsciously? I mean, consciously, but just not even thinking about yeah. it. Like for no reason, your thumb just hit Instagram. I was going to the podcast app today to refresh, and I accidentally hit uh, Instagram, and it's literally on the entire like whole another page if you swipe so what i did and what i find is because when you went on a techno well when you went on a social media hiatus Mm. i kind of went on it with you Mm. but then i also i also got back on it and i wanted to see what the difference was from letting that the app be just kind of like live like Mm -hmm. with my regular apps or if it was in a folder, if I would go in it as much. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. find now that if it's in a folder, like I have to search for it in order. Like I have to be like, okay, I'm going on Instagram in order to like go for it, you know, instead of just like clicking it and like, okay, whatever, I'm here. I agree because Snap and Twitter are in folders. Instagram is the only one that's actually not in a folder. So, like, my thumb literally goes to it almost. My brain will tell it my thumb to go to it by itself. And you know what's funny? My Snap isn't in a folder, and I don't go to it. Oh, well, Snap is <laughs> dead. <laughs> so. and it's not that interesting anymore. I don't know. Nah. I don't know about it. But... And then you're on it so much because it is becoming an addiction. And Snap only updates every 24 hours when somebody posts something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're following friends who don't Snap all the, all day. Yeah. They may Snap three hours and then you're like, okay, well, Snap is done for the day. Do, like, you, <laughs> do you find like that you use technology or like social media um, or your phone or whatever like as a distraction when you go to like social gatherings or... Yes. Um, Absolutely. Or awkward situations and you're like, let's grab the phone and let's be on it. Um, absolutely. I mean, there's times where to kill time, I'm at work, I'll pick up my phone. If I if I find that moment where I'm like, okay, I'm done everything. Which comes a comes around quite often. Mm-hmm. And um I mean the first thing I do is grab my phone. Um, I make sure my headphones are in. I'm looking for a song. I'm looking for something to listen to. I'm watching a video. And, you know, I I find something to give me, like, that quick fix for, like, a minute or two. And then I put it back. And then I'll I'll tell myself, okay, I'm going to check the time. And then checking the time ends up being checking Instagram again. Like, so I am, like, low-key, like, I'm going to go to it. 
But I know just like Snap, like it it doesn't update so quickly that yeah. you, you stay on it long enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely like oh let me see. If I had to count just today, I probably was on my phone. 10, 15 times an hour. Was that my phone? Just picking it up, I'll say. Just picking it up. Yeah. I think I was, like, I was on my phone today. Like, I spoke with you. Mm. And I don't think I was on Instagram today. Maybe I was. I don't know. I I'm definitely not sure. was. I mean, it was so much, um, like, going on. Kanye news. I was on my computer. Trump news. CNN buzzing my phone. Like that's another thing that really affects me. Um, notifications. I actually have to I, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. I need to turn Twitter's off because like that's an automatic pick up my phone. <laughs> and like <laughs> the funny part about it is like you know it'd be the same two or three people, but their notifications pop up, and I'm like, I didn't pick up my phone for no reason. Do you have anxiety? Hmm. Anxiety. Uh, like, do you hear your phone like ring or no. like vibrate or feel oh, it? Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Fake feel it. It's like the ghost, phantom ring. The ghost vibrate. Yes. Yeah, I do have ghost vibrate because my phone is always on vibrate. My phone's always and on vibrate. And if it's in my back pocket and I feel like this, like buzz, and I don't know where the hell it and came from. And you have to constantly check your phone from there. Yep. These are all signs of being technology addicted. I believe it. Yeah. It's but sometimes cool. I. I'll feel it and I have to like think twice like was that really Do you think that you devote time to it or do you think that it's just like it's just it happens What you mean Like do you devote time to being on technology like the like besides besides like of of course like us doing this mm. podcast or like Oh oh us, okay you know like, do you invest time into, like, I need to be on Instagram? Like, I need to... Um, to take it away from social media for a minute, um, I invest time in paying bills when I get on the computer. Mm-hmm. I invest time in, you know, when I'm about to make a beat. Like, okay, I know this... this I want to be on here about two hours, and I know it's going to take longer to do that. But, you know, just to... Because I'll finish it in one night. But that's not going to take me two hours. That's going to take me the rest of the night into the morning. Um, let me see. Paying bills. Do you think that uh, companies <laughs> have have really caused the technology addiction by going paperless and causing you to go on computers and pay bills and, you know... It's With the, these it's, apps and all these it's things. It's the direction our life is going. I pay all my bills from my app except for the mortgage. Like, that's it. Yeah. But. Do you think. Okay. It's- so, yes. They, they're, you know, they are, they're assisting in making you be, you know, a little bit addicted to your phones and, you know, your televisions and things like that. I mean, look at Hulu and Netflix. <laughs> Look at them. Like we they every watch yeah. things forever. Like on YouTube. Weeks. Even YouTube like now you you binge watch funny videos. You've been mm. shit. I was binge watching like But okay, so all these different things. Take it to another thing. So yeah, you know, all these companies are making it easier for you to um to, you know, pay your bills and, you know, 
almost live a seamless life when it comes to doing your everyday tasks because they're so easy mm-hmm. to just do it from your phone. But then think about the companies, just making a joke about this with a friend, who recycle like Apple. I, I mean, that they're, they're at fault as well. A new phone comes out every year. A new iPad comes out every year. Of course. And you know what? Like, that deals with being addicted as well. I'm such a tech fiend. Like, it it doesn't matter. Because when I had when I had the 6 Plus, I was like, I need the 7 Plus. Like, I need it. it because it's phone. Because it's new. Just because it was new. You sound like our friend. Yeah, like I, I have, I have an addiction, but, yeah. but like an addiction to like the products. Mm-hmm. I, because believe me, if I didn't switch to Apple, I was probably upgrading to a Samsung because that purple Samsung phone I'm, is everything. I'm the S nine, that is everything. I'm not checking for it. So, so this is what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, I'm addicted in that way. Like mm. when I was younger, I had to have, I had to have the latest. I was into like the Sony Cybershot cameras and I have like, I had two. Mm. Um, I was into cameras, like totally into cameras. Phones, I I had them all. I was into BB, I was into BBs. I was into um, whatever, whatever year it was. And there was a new cell phone, new product. I, I'm, that's just me. Like that, it, it excites me. It's like, Oh my gosh, it's like Christmas morning, like opening a new gift. Wow, you're over here orgasming over <laughs> technology. technology. I was too poor to do all that. No. Even but- now, like this upgrade was worthless. But I went from a is- 6 plus to a 7 plus. There was no point. You, you oh, have an 8. Oh shit, that's what this <laughs> is? <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I got anymore. No, but like- no that's a problem. That is a problem. I don't even know what phone I have. But this is but this is why a lot of people so this is why I'm very much the person that if I'm gonna get a new tech toy, I review it. Mm. So I was reviewing any I was reviewing the the eight plus, I was reviewing um the the ten, and I was and people a lots of people were saying if you already have the seven plus or six plus or whatever, you know, that won't really be a difference to jump to the eight because right. it's the same thing. Right. So I had a seven plus and I was just like, Hey, like if I really want to feel like I've upgraded, I should jump to the 10 mm-hmm. and I feel like I upgraded. I'm not pressed, uh, but I am. <laughs> but I am. So <laughs> this is my issue. with, And I've, I've been on a computer since I was like six years old playing Mother Goose. And then What? Yeah. It was a it was a really bomb game. You could pick either the black kid or the white kid to play Who'd go on a store. I picked the black kid, of oh, course. Okay, I was about to say that's gonna be another episode. You chose the white one. <laughs> no, I knew. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Um so and then my mom bought me this working woman Barbie. And she had a little she had a little DVD game to play too, so I played that. Damn, that's another episode of working woman. Working Barbie. woman Barbie. She had her own little. She had her own little. Like she came with her briefcase. She was like, black. She was black. 
Okay, I'm making sure. No, she sure. came in both white and black. I'm My making mom. Sure. Okay, so that's, that's another, that's another episode. episode. I'm, I'm not gonna asking. get into the color Barbies. That's another episode. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm tripping. I'm sorry, guys. I, was, I don't mean to go. I was off topic. playing with the game, and you would go. You would go home. You would get ready with her to go to work and stuff like that. Pick her outfits and then go to work with Sound her. Sound like a pico. It was cool. <laughs> Sound but like, like Sims. Anyways, and then that. That just there you go. That hopped up technology even more. Mm. You can virtually build your own family, build oh, your own home, snap. have basically build your kids, build your people. I mean, we had a whole family. We have a whole family on the PlayStation. But anyways, they just probably dead now. Just to come <laughs> back, they probably are dead. Um, somebody, the Grim Weeper is coming around because you ain't feed them. Anyway, okay, so. Bringing this back full yeah, circle, yeah, yeah, like yeah. technology has a huge impact on our lives today. Mm-hmm. Like, I really wonder about those people who don't use technology, Being or like uh, the older the older generations who repel technology, mm-hmm. but they have to use it. Yeah, and it's very few because um, and, and it's funny because I have two grandparents who um are on different sides of, the, of that, that spectrum. So I have my grandmother who is going to try to stay up to speed with it on the computer. She 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 can get through it. Like, you know, if it isn't a Bluetooth that keeps disconnecting <laughs> from her phone, but she can, you know, maneuver through a phone, maneuver through a computer by herself. Damn, if it's not her printer, that's not messed up on her computer either. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I'll say those are the only two things I help her with. But then I also have my grandfather who he's just updating his phone after like eight years, I think. You know, and I mean, he's still team Android, but he don't know how to use it. You know, he doesn't, you know, he he's coming, he's literally coming from just like maybe like last year from buttons to a screen. So like jitterbug to an iPad, an iPhone. You that's know, a major upgrade for him, and he's not. Really and how about old it. is your grandfather? Uh, seventy something, sixty something. So my grand, my grandma is now turning ninety in July. God spare life. Mm. But we had bought her a cell phone one Christmas because we were like, oh yeah, we can program the numbers for you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get you a cell phone. Thought it would be cool for her to just, you know, walk how, around with how it old or whatever. Was she at the time? Uh that was when I used to go home for Christmas. So maybe she was around early eighties. Mid eighties. Early eighties, yeah, yeah, something like that. But she was like, What am I gonna do with this little thing? Like she was like, I could barely see the numbers. Mm-hmm. We tried to get her the Nokia with the biggest numbers on it. She, she never used it. it. She never used it. We put money on the phone and she never used it. She that thing stayed in her drawer to the point where Irma came and that whole phone was okay, wet. But I feel like at eighty, there's no need because everybody's at home. Now, still, she was never alone. No, she was. I mean, but no, you you missing my point. She did not live alone. In no, that she house. didn't live alone in the house. But like while everybody Y'all had a landline. She didn't need a cell yeah, phone. Yeah, that's true. She didn't need no cell phone. Oh no! At eighty five, we always think about because like she walks around because of course when you walk around with like a handheld phone you lose range at some point. 
Where, how far was she leaving the house? No, because sometimes she used to go over by her, she used to go across the street by her little friends. They had landlines? Yeah, but they I They had phones. But I, nobody had their little friends' numbers or whatever. Oh, then that's... that's so that's why we, that's that's why we were like... That's your mom and them being irresponsible. Anyways. <laughs> I need, I need she was my right across. She was right across number. the street anyway. But like, that was a point of the cell phone, you know, for her to walk around with it, you know... God forbid she, you know, she could put it in her duster or whatever. Yeah. God forbid she fall down in the house. She could, you know, quickly Understand grab it. Part. Like the little lifeline thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the thing going yeah but she ain't never used it. Mm. Because, I mean, that's not her era. It's not her era. And, I mean, at 85, if I got a gift of a cell phone, like, I wouldn't use it. There would be no all point. She, all she know how to do is, you know, dial numbers. Jeez, my boobs are sweating. <laughs> um, all she know how to dial numbers on on the land phone, and um, that's all that's needed. And yeah. then, like I said, especially because um, everybody's home, and like you know, even if everybody went to work and everybody came back, like there was always somebody home. At eighty five, I wouldn't want a phone again. Like to come back full circle, mm-hmm. look how far we've come. Like, who has a besides us? Who has a landline in their in their house oh, anymore? We got one because they made us have it. Right. And it was cheaper. But, like, otherwise, we probably wouldn't have had one. We would have just relied on our cell phones. Mm. But, like, do you remember when that was such a big thing? Like, you only had a house phone. You never had a cell phone. Like, that was a thing. Um, I barely remember that. I'm sorry. I remember that. Well, like I didn't get a cell phone until I you, was we were we in, were like, middle we, school. We were on the edge of time changing. So like mm-hmm. you know our entire generation, you know we were getting cell phones, and of course either you had your landline or you were getting rid of your landline at the same time. So, but I wasn't on the landline like at Three. eight and nine and ten like. And even when I got my cell phone, um, I was barely on it until like the end of middle school when I was starting to get little numbers and whatnot. <laughs> little numbers. Yeah, little numbers. You know, <laughs> you get you. You think you you got you getting numbers. You get you know your little friend from school. What was and then and then you still calling their house phone. Is such and such home? Mm-hmm. Can I speak to mm-hmm. like? Oh, this is uh Jimmy from mm-hmm. down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, to somebody, mama. Was, what was your favorite? Um, what was your favorite phone? This one I got in my hand. <laughs> I, I, I had the Evo. I had a flip phone with T-Mobile. That's who I started with. I started with T-Mobile. Then I switched to my mom, and I had Sprint. And I had Sprint ever since. And I think like I had to. The flip phone, the Evo, and then I started using iPhone. Like, this is it. So, what I got in my hand is the best thing I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. Until they drop another one, then I just upgrade, which I really could care less, though. Well, like, my favorite phone, like, and it was, like, the Nokia 3310s, mm-hmm. like, those ranges where you could play Snake and, like... Oh, God. But, like, just remember the Nokias came with, like, the numbers where you had to click the number mm-hmm. and to get the letter. But you know what? Like, that wasn't even frustrating to us. 
Like, I want to know, like, if Because now- it was new. Yeah. And so I was straight. But I want to know if now that I can go back to a phone like that and not be frustrated. Can I text that much faster? Or can I text... Will I be texting slow? You know what? I feel like if you had to go back, not because you chose to, but if you had to... I want to challenge myself. You're doing too much. I believe that... <laughs> It would come easy to you because you've done it before. It's just it's in the back of your memory banks of how to hit that. Isn't that, it crazy that that number three times just to get <laughs> just to get that third letter or four times to get that fourth letter? I think you would like you would do it like you never forgot. Yeah. But I wanted to um, switch gears on this topic, and um. Sorry to bring it a little bit more serious, but um, I was thinking about it after we watched Ayanna Van Zant. This past week's episode was with uh, Fernando Castile's fiance, and um, you know how her. Important it is. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, well, that as well, but um, she was on the show, and basically, you know working through her pains of, you know, um, dealing with his death and going through such trauma. And um, I found it, you know, wild that, you know, the police and the community did almost nothing to help her. But of course, everything to help um, him and his family, which is understood. I got that part. But, you know, she was in the car with him. I got that part, too. So, like, I'm like, where did where did we go missing with her and helping her out and everything like that. So, but to shift gears on this topic is um, like, what do you think is the trigger in people's mind to automatically share via, you know, via your phone, um, traumatic moments, like what made her, what, what would make you think to pick up your phone and go live after seeing someone shot or like like world star videos, the serious ones, somebody's getting beaten or uh just last year or two years ago, the um the guy who was on Facebook walked up and shot the old man. Like what triggers people to even go that far? I I'm trying to like I think okay. I think from her standpoint, um, and I heard what she said. She said she wanted, in that instance, she wanted any and anyone to like to know. help her and to know what was going on so somebody could call somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, to know the situation. Because it's different to tell somebody what went on than for them to see it and know what actually happened. Next but. But then they, but the only thing about that is they caught it after the shot and the shooting happened. We only really understood that video from watching Ayana when they did the dash cam versus her video mm-hmm. and put the whole story together. That's the that's the first time I've ever seen the entire story mm-hmm. like that. Like that confused me on her end. I mean, I get it. I get what she says. Mm-hmm. You know, she. I can imagine she felt alone after. You know, the cop shot Philando and then the other cop was like walking away from the car, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then he came back, got the daughter, got her daughter out the back. She felt alone and she needed, 
you know, somebody to see what had just happened. Mm -hmm. But what about other people who, you know, just recording it? Like, what makes them, what makes that trigger in your head, like, I need to record this fight? Or dude who walked up, shot the old man, I'm about to show people this. I don't know. What is that trigger? I don't know what that trigger is, but... It's disturbing. It is disturbing. Like, what makes people want to film a situation, you know, that happens, whether it's, you know... And then on the flip side, what makes us want to watch? It's there's nothing on. You know, there's there's one thing to watch something for awareness and to to you know gain knowledge about what's going on in your community. Yeah. But there's another thing to watch for entertainment, maybe. Watch uh, watch I for don't inter- I don't I don't get why you know violence has become like a source of entertainment now. Mm-hmm. I guess because it's so broadly shown on TV and TV shows and like that's just a societal norm Mm -hmm. but i that's not normal (laughs) but now even uh ayana said we're desensitized by violence and trauma on television and social media and like it's just really confusing i mean that that's the first thing we do is pick up our phones to record yeah and not to call 911 because, I mean, mm-hmm. granted, I get where she came from because I'm still on, on that subject. Mm-hmm. But, damn, I I would have felt like, damn, I need to call another cop. <laughs> I need to call a black cop to be like, uh... But how would you know? What are you going to ask them? Hey, are you black? Can you come to this situation? Because a white cop just shot my boyfriend Shit. that's black. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. yeah you right, you right, you right, you right, you right. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know... When it all comes to it, she did the best thing there you could have done was go live. Mm-hmm. It was just that, why do we live in a time where that's the first thing you do is go to Facebook? Or Instagram or, you know. Like, that is just blows my mind. Like, that's where I we think, are. I, th- I think it's because it'll it'll reach more people at once. Then it just, you know, oh, then you just it, waiting for it to hit the news. It reached the whole country. But yeah, <laughs> you better believe that. It, it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it reached <sighs> a whole lot of people, you know, and it created awareness yeah. for what's going on in that particular community or what's going on in our community as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, I... Per- another perfect example, Waffle House. Let's bring it a little more recent. The young lady who got um, attacked by the three cops and her friend. I mean, I don't know. Something about me. I don't know if it, my phone would be out to record it or would I be like, I'm about to beat these cops ass. Y'all going to have to shoot me because y'all choking this woman. I I think it's a, you know what? It's I think so sometimes confusing. people get. The innocent bystander effect. Mm. I think some people get so shocked and they don't know that if they do something like she was afraid of getting shot. Yeah. Like had she moved to go, you know, do something for her daughter or had she moved to probably ask the next cop who was standing next to her for help. Mm -hmm. He could have been like, nah, she was trying to reach for something and shot her. You know what, though? He looked he looked scared and he He, looked very distraught. No, because you know what? 
I think. But he, what I'm but what I'm saying because is because he didn't even have his hand on his gun. He was just confused. Like, right. where are these shots coming from? Mm-hmm. Why are you shooting him seven times? Right. But what I'm saying is, at this point in time, she was just like the best. My best bet yeah. is to film this. So this is my story. Yeah. This is my point of I, view. Yeah. And that is, you know. It's mine. It's, nobody's going to misconstrue it. Nobody's going to change it. This is my point of view. I guess when it comes down to the moment when you just, it's just the first thing you got. You mm-hmm. Whatever happens first, happens first. And that was what happened first because in her moment. Nine times out of ten. If she was on the if she was on the phone, you know how you know how cops they ask you you're on nine one one and they ask you ten million questions. Yeah, where you where you at? What's your address and all this? By the time you get by the time you give them the address and tell them what's going on, boom, you shot. Yeah. So it's best that I just secretly put up my phone and I'm like, this is what's happening. I don't think she was doing it secretly. <laughs> she, no, no, no. But wasn't. I mean, in her case, it was different. She had her the, she had her hands exposed and her phone in her hands. So she she was like, well, she knew not to put her hands down mm-hmm. or he would have shot her ass too because mm-hmm. he was so fucking trigger happy. But I mean, she, in terms of you said you said the Waffle House girl, oh, she, her yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like she could have called the cops, but you know, yeah, sometimes it's better to, there, yeah, to kind of work in silence. If I that makes you. sense. I, I get I kinda get you. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's kind of where I don't know where some people in society are. And, you know, there there are some like we're desensitized to violence. So watching yeah. a fight, like I mean, heck, we watch wrestling for I mean, that's people making a living out of that. We watch that, we feel like someone beating up somebody to win a title is something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a physical activity on C V yeah. Right. What the hell was that? Is that her foot? I guess so. Oh, it better be. <laughs> we hear a noise. I think she just. Hit I think wall. it was, yeah. But, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah. y'all. But, yeah, um, it, it's, it's just, it just mind boggled me. You know, but I mean, I, I, I completely understand what she did. It just confuses me sometimes that it's the first thing we do mm-hmm. is press record. We're, it's become such it's become such a norm to us like mm-hmm. people some people don't see it as an addiction although it is it is that's but it's, an addiction it's, to pick it's up become your phone. such a norm to us to do those things mm-hmm. so you know we you know the addiction goes a little deeper than a just a little deeper than just you Instagram know your everyday and, thing yeah a little deeper than just Instagram and uh, Snapchat and just social media it goes to your phones are in your hand all day mm-hmm. and but it's it's it's, hours. it's 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 crazy how important it is actually to have it in your hand mm-hmm. at the same time like even taking it back to your grandmother not using a phone you were right if she had something happened to her in the streets or she fell or anything or didn't make it to her friend's house damn she really would need the phone yeah so but like so bringing it back what before technology what did you do like what did you do when there was a power outage but like okay so like i said um we were really on the edge of technology the turn of technology so a power outage uh game boy read a book um in the dark candles uh or go to sleep (laughs) no lie go to sleep 
Mm-hmm. I remember what we used to do because, I mean, we had them every now and again. Mm-hmm. But, um, like candles, we have flashlights, but like, my family was different in the sense where we didn't have TVs in all of the rooms and things like that. So the, our only TV was the TV in the living room. So whoever was watching TV, you were watching what they were watching. Mm-hmm. But, you know, power outages were kind of... I liked them because what we would do is we would all talk. Mm-hmm. It was a time where we were all brought together and we would talk because nobody was going to be in their room in the dark. So, I guess that's just me because I go to sleep. <laughs> My mom no. would go to sleep, and then we I guess were, we just call it a day. We were just that. all in the living room, and we all sit and we would talk and you know laugh and joke and stuff like that. And I think those are my my fondest memories of like being without technology for a moment, mm-hmm. and I loved that. So that's why sometimes I like just sitting and chilling without the TV or anything on well we didn't have those moments too often um maybe of course when you know a little tornado come through maryland (laughs) but uh, that was rare and um and um you know other than that uh should just go to sleep yeah like i said it'd be rare but you know you guys tell us are you guys addicted to technology and what types of technology like are you on your phone do you like a lot of tv what's your technology fix um yeah let us know talk to us we talk back thanks again for following us on instagram uh <laughs> y'all still sleep on twitter i don't really care about i don't even care about twitter i it's really over. don't um i'm just glad you know if you guys are listening that's all that really match uh really matters. Um tell a friend to tell two friends, tell two friends to tell two friends about Dear Society. That's S O C I three T Y. Uh email us, you know. What you what did you know, how do you feel about anything? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to talk about a specific topic mm-hmm. and we'll do our research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And try to stay on topic as well. Um, <laughs> uh, it was great being back. Uh, damn, it's been a long week, so. Yeah, it has. Yeah, but we'll see you guys later. Um, peace, society. Bye.